thank you for investing your time into Duncan's From the Field podcast series. We hope you are getting a ton of value from the podcast. We also post From the Field videos weekly on Duncan's LinkedIn and Pareto Systems YouTube channel and post everything we do on our homepage at paretosystems.com. Today's podcast is pulled from a recent webinar we hosted with a great partner of ours, Steve Phillips, CEO of Advisor Protocol. I hope you enjoy. At the end of the day, when it comes to developing and refining a branding strategy, there are three things that supersede everything else. Number one, how are you perceived? Do your clients understand and appreciate everything you do panoramically or do they fixate on what you've done for them to this point in the relationship? This must be addressed to not only competitor-proof your relationships, but to achieve consistent total client engagement. Secondly, how are you described? Do your clients and strategic partners simply endorse you with superlatives and pleasantries? Or do they take action and introduce people to you by describing specifically how they trust your people as well as your practice and your process? If you are referable but not getting the quality and quantity of referrals you feel you should, this could be the missing piece. And thirdly, do you and your team know how to articulate your value so you can break through in your ability to differentiate and achieve professional contrast? And this must be achieved verbally, digitally, and tangibly with all of the collateral branding tools that you use that are client-facing. Hello, this is Duncan McPherson with Pareto Systems and welcome to this presentation called Creating Your Brand Identity. This is a turnkey actionable process to ignite emotion and create professional contrast in the marketplace. And I'm very excited to be joined by Steve Phillips, who is the CEO of Advisor Protocol. How are you doing, Steve? Really good, Duncan. Great to be on with you as always. Really excited about this. Uh, you say collaboration. Gosh, this is uh, what our eighth year together. And this iteration of our relationship is pretty fantastic and pretty exciting. So good to be on with you. Yeah, it's a great relationship. Steve started off as a client uh, many years ago. And the relationship evolved to where Steve became Pareto certified, a coach within the Pareto Coaches Network. And now, along with his partners, runs advisor protocol, which among other things, provides a process around branding and design, primarily in the financial services space. At the end of this presentation, Steve will introduce an opportunity where you can pop the hood and go through a diagnostic gap analysis that reveals where the areas for refinement and optimization can be addressed within your own personal branding strategy. It's not uncommon for a financial advisory team to go through this process and get absolute clarity on the six to eight 
minor adjustments that can be made that can lead to major improvements within the next 90 days. So I'd like to begin by talking about the concept of branding. First of all, what it is and what it isn't. Okay, so branding is not marketing. Marketing is typically a campaign designed to create client acquisition, and there's a place for marketing. But branding isn't advertising either. Advertising is generally good for name recognition, and I'm instantly reminded of one of my favorite people in advertising, David Ogilvie, who said, 50% of all advertising is wasted. We just don't know which half. Branding is not just about logos. It's not about, you know, just this mystical concept of creating an artistic impression in the marketplace. It's not pixie dust. It's not magic. It's a process. It's an intellectual property. It is ultimately designed to help you differentiate and stand out from the pack and create professional contrast for prospective clients and validate and maximize existing relationships with clients and strategic partners. So Steve, let's take a deeper dive into why the branding process is so important for a financial professional. Well, Duncan, that might be the most significant question that we actually answer through this whole process. And it brings up a couple of things. First of all, we do marketing and pieces and deliverables, client-facing pieces, and we'll get to all that a little bit later. Um, but what we found, a couple of things. Without branding, without really understanding why those pieces matter, they become sort of hollow. And, and not only do the clients not understand it, but the advisors that deliver them don't understand it either. And when you think about why people buy, what we're about is igniting emotion. Think of that for a second. Clients really are not making purchase or relationship decisions anymore based on features of, of products. They just are not. They're information overloaded today. So it really is about what ignites emotion. When you think of, of companies like Apple and that famous logo, it's not a logo, it's a brand. And that incites and ignites emotion in people. What about Nike? Think of that. Become the athlete. That's emotional. Amazon, same thing. The smiley face, A to Z. That's a deep-seated brand that brings out emotion in people. And then we, we can transition to, to other brand attributes and methods of delivering brand. You think of imagery and Corona comes to, comes to mind, don't they? It's just a beer, or is it? Because the emotion there is you're having the beer, no matter where you are, in your garage where it might be, that ignites emotion. And so to answer your question in short form, that's what branding is about. And when we do that correctly, then the marketing really takes on a deeper meaning. So if you think about those world-class brands, the process to get there, and Steve, you're absolutely right. In every single instance you showed, they used simplicity brevity. They got to the point quickly. They did not kill it with complexity. You see, every single brand you showed triggered a moment of recognition and awareness 
for what that brand does, not what it is. The essence of branding is when somebody is exposed to it, they have a knee-jerk reaction and they say to themselves, I get it, I want it. You think of Apple with iPod, right? A thousand songs in your pocket. I get it, I want it. You think about Amazon, A through Z, they're basically helping you buy time. Everything you could imagine buying, you can get from them. They're buying you time. They're liberating you to go live your life. You think about Corona. I mean, you could take any beer to a beach, but they own that feeling, that experience, because of the investment they've made in that branding. So ultimately, as I hand it back to you, Steve, I want everybody that gets exposed to your brand to have that knee-jerk reaction where they say, I get it, I want it. And in your space, because you think for a living, the brand is woven through where there's an identity to the people, the practice, and the process. All three are interconnected. So let's, let's go a little deeper, Steve. Well, and Duncan, the deeper dive here is so real, so really important. And this is what we call our core brand attributes exercise. And it really does reveal how an advisor or indeed the whole firm articulates their value. And so what you see here is an exercise. And let me say, we just talked a moment ago about why branding is so much more important than marketing. And so what you see here then is really six key core components around discovering and identifying the brand, culture, customer, voice, feeling, impact, X factor. And so let me just walk you through really quickly. This is actually a live exercise that we did with an advisor of ours that actually was self-taught through total client engagement. And Duncan, you know, uh, Tommy Barco from Alabama, been to mastermind and a big fan and disciple of the system. You know, but what he had said was, I feel like there's something a little bit missing and how do I make this really come to life? And so we went through this exercise with him. So under culture, what we do is we ask a team, and we really want the whole team to participate. It's important that everybody be on the same page, understand the messaging, understand why the brand is important. And because what we're going to do here is create a value proposition. Now, forget for a second that that might seem like the most overused cliche in the industry, value proposition. But it's not if it has deep roots, comes from someplace, and goes someplace else. So... Culture, how customers and indeed your employees describe your company. And so here are a list of words that Tommy and his team gave us, all really meaningful. But we're going to ask the team to do some work. You got to go from these nine words to three and then land on one. It's not difficult, but it, it's thought-provoking. It makes the organization really think about how are we going to describe ourselves. So we go from culture then to customer how you actually describe your ideal client. And, and Duncan, obviously, for those in the Pareto community, they're doing that work in TCE and in the Pareto system. And so we ask them, let's list those things out. All of them represent ideal clients, but you have to pick three and land on one. And so it goes for voice, for feeling, for impact, for X factor. Think about it. There's a little bit of work here, but it's going someplace. And this is where it ends up. This is not a value proposition that we create for the organization. We guide them 
and it comes to life through the work they do, they create it. And so this is what Tommy would say. Barco Financial provides panoramic financial planning to people with a sense of purpose, his customer, in a laid back environment with a process driven voice, culture and voice there, helping them feel relieved and confident about their financial futures through a process we've developed and refined that we call the essential formula. So doing the branding work leads us to the value proposition. And later on, we're going to talk about how it manifests itself in the client-facing pieces. Well, the thing I really love about that exercise, and I, and I know you guys are batting a thousand on that, it, that's the tip of the spear to get every messenger using the same message. It's disruptive. It knocks somebody out of their confirmation bias and helps them get to the point, not just about what they do, but what their process does for a client. Because if you think of the alignment of interests, it's what a client wants that has to align with your people practice and process. And I know you've seen it too, the, the liberation that comes, that you can feel and see in a team where they get their value proposition nailed the way you've done it here. This is not an elevator speech. It's not, a, you know, it's not part of a pitch book. There's no salesmanship. This represents their value. And that exercise in and of itself is incredibly valuable. Okay, so at this point, I know we've only scratched the surface on the branding process, but if at this moment you're thinking to yourself, this makes sense, I should take action, this is where you go from here. You opt in for Advisor Protocol's brand attribute exercise. This is a modest investment of time and money the outcome will be absolute clarity on the pieces that you have in place currently that are effective, the areas for refinement and optimization, and the gaps that need to be addressed to round out your panoramic branding strategy. I can't overstate the value, and if that resonates, reach out and talk to Steve and his team at Advisor Protocol. Might be the best investment you make this year. Well, thanks for that endorsement, Duncan. I really appreciate that. And let me add here that, you know, this really is about minor adjustments that lead to major improvements, uh, much like what we talk about when an advisor is going through total client engagement in the Pareto system. Well, the, the same idea applies here. We're making the minor adjustment. And so let me give you a snapshot of what our process looks like. It's simple, but it's detailed, and it really falls into five steps. And, and again, this is around how do we ignite emotion in your clients? So you'll see discovery, research, prototyping, production, and then, of course, the final delivery. And we really, so we're going to call this branding demystified. And in short order, that's what we do for our advisors. And so we'll talk about creation, design, and delivery. And we really break it down into 
three core components. What do we do around brand identity? Then what about client development? Think the referral funnel. And what about client acquisition? So let's focus here on brand identity and, and what we do. And again, about articulating your value. So we do deliver, after we've done the core attributes work and getting down to the base of your brand, we do deliver the logos. So the outward facing representation of your brand. And here, gosh, we have many advisors we've worked with, but here are some samples of individual advisors. We've done the brand work and we've created their logo. And, and they're very unique. The Peloton formula, this is a cyclist that we work with. The Dash formula, the Focus formula, the Swing formula. And again, these are things that come from the mind of the advisor and the teams we work with. And so a lot of focus on helping our advisors capture that and bring it to life. And then from there, now that we've done that work, we can bring the tangible client pieces to life and we'll start with an introduction kit. And let me say right off the bat, the introduction kit is really important because it really is the initial brand and image piece that gets in front of clients. And so we really want this to be meaningful and articulate what that brand is. And so I've talked about Tommy Barco a little bit earlier. This was his introduction kit. And what you're going to see essentially is a two pocket, if you will, folder that's open in front of you, a left pocket and a right pocket. And on the left side, you see Tommy, his family, his bio. And then what we've done with Tom is we've taken the key pieces of the kit, our process, our partnership with you, what we do, who we are. And while we've made those individual pieces, you can see what's happened here is that this is Tom's aspirational and inspirational image. He's laid back. He's on the Gulf in Alabama. This is how he wants his clients to feel about their interaction. And so that really is his brand and his image. And what we've done is we've incorporated it into the introduction kit. And while, again, all of those pieces come out individually, you can see what it creates when they're all laid together. And so right off the bat, the clients understand who he is and uh, what that brand is. From there, we go to a lot of pieces that if you're working in total client engagement of the Pareto system, you know that these are important, uh, important parts of the work you do. Shoot your trailer, agendas, the service matrix. And so what we've done really is taken the brand, and here's a little bit of a, a little folder that we've put together, a, a client-facing piece that talks about on the left side, the seven pillars, but that go to the center and focus on the one process, and in this case, the essential formula that Tommy has. Also then on the right, shoot your trailer, what matters, what we can control in the center where those two uh, intersect is where we live. And again, um, our formula and our process, what you'll notice about this piece and the other pieces is that Tommy's brand, that laid back image of the beach exists in every piece we create. Here's an agenda that we've customized. His brand is there. Here is the service matrix that we call the stewardship framework. It's become a fantastic client-facing piece to talk to your clients about the services that they can count on, where they fit as clients, et cetera. And then you'll see that Tom's brand is also visible there. So consistency. And then we can add a few other things to it. I think that the sounding board process, you know, we'll make ourselves available as a sounding board to friends and family members of our very best ideal clients is a key piece. We built that into um, uh, part of the brand and a client-facing deliverable. Um, critical financial events, the PFO, all of those, same thing. Here it is laid out, 
five-step process, clearly communicated to clients, but notice that the brand is still visible and very much a part of what we're doing. Critical financial events, same thing. We customized this to Tommy, made it client-facing. The brand is there. But of course, as all of you get to working with PFOs, you know how important that deliverable is. We have a, a client-facing front piece that we put in that, again, front and center. And the word here is imprinting over and over and over, keeping the brand in front of the client. We do talk later on in other work about creating your playbook and then website work. Obviously, the issue with website is consistency and congruency. And if we're going to create these pieces, then it's important that your website doesn't have to have all the pieces on it, but it does have to articulate the brand. Because if your clients are going to see it in tangible pieces, we want it to be consistent when they go to your website. So we do that work as well. So, Steve, you hit on a very important point around branding that causes some friction, at least as a perception, for a number of advisors, and that is compliance. Now, the beauty here is that you've been around the block, and you know there are different environments that have different degrees of compliance realities. Some firms allow you to build a brand within their brand. Others are a little more restrictive. What's really important here is that none of what's being projected has anything to do with being promissory around performance. This is around a client experience, what it means to be your client. So, Steve and the crew will navigate through compliance with you. What I'd also like you to consider is that everything Steve has talked about to this point and will continue to talk about, they have developed themselves. So it's not like Steve and the team said, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Client, you should do this. Good luck. Get back to us. Let us know how it went. Absolutely not. This has been very collaborative between advisor protocol and the client, but at the end of the day, this has been designed and executed and deployed in a turnkey format, and it becomes an intellectual property. It's yours, and this drives consistency. This drives enterprise value. This drives scalable growth. And, you know, Steve, you're talking about a lot of factors now that speak to the distinction between the digital and the tangible. You know, we talk a lot about going from vapor to paper, the digital resources, both around core competency and technical ability, but around branding in general, they're very important. They just don't have the same impact and shelf life and they're not quite as good at decommoditizing as some of these tangible items you're talking about. So this whole mindset of going from vapor to paper is very key. And remember everybody, you're not marketing to yourself. You're not branding to yourself, okay? This exercise and process is client-centered. It's very engaging and ultimately it lands well so you can sort of emerge where you're not your own best kept secret anymore your clients, your strategic partners, they understand and appreciate your value fully and completely, panoramically. 
So at this point, you're at a fork in the road. We've either validated for you that your current branding strategy is on track. And that makes this a good investment of time. Or we might have created a bit of a nagging feeling that there is some work to be done, some refinement and optimization. So where do you go with that? What I'd like you to consider is the merit in popping the hood and doing the branding assessment on your business. It's very Socratic, it's very diagnostic. It will reveal the six to 10 gaps that you can take action on and have implemented within your business within the next 90 to 120 days. And those minor refinements and adjustments will lead to major improvements in terms of how you're perceived and how you're described in the marketplace. Might be the best investment you make this year. Well, Duncan, let me say thanks so much for uh, having me a part of this webinar. As always, great to be on with you and great to be talking about the next step in our collaboration together and, and the branding components. Um, look forward to parts two and three where we're talking about client development and, of course, the referral funnel there, and then part number three around client acquisition. So thanks again, and look forward to those, uh, those next two pieces. Thank you for listening to this actionable podcast on creating brand identity. To see the video version of this, visit our Pareto Systems YouTube page. If you need help with or want to learn more about creating your own brand identity, visit advisorprotocol.com today. Make it a great day.